what's going on, NFL fans? It's your boy Antoine Smitty Smith, Smitty Sports Machine, the podcast. Uh, as I'd like to do every episode, I'd like to welcome y'all to the show. If y'all want to know where to catch me, catch me on Twitter at, at FatboySlam underscore 21. That's at FatboySlam underscore 21 on Twitter. But this episode, episode 37, we're going to jump into the NFL season week one. Picks, predictions, and fantasy players to watch. My favorite time of the year. I don't know about you, but I'm ready to roll. And to kick off the NFL's 100th season, uh, they going Bears and Packers from Chicago. Great game last year. And hey, I know it's going to be a great game this year because both teams retooled. So they were battling out all season in the NFC North. But without further ado, let's get to these week one picks, predictions, and fantasy players to watch. I'm going to do the Thursday night game first. Packers Bears, like I said, from Chicago. Can't wait to see it. Khalil Mack came over from Oakland last year. Had a monster game, first game in Green Bay last year. But the Packers pulled it out somehow in the end. Packers, uh, they've been on the drought in the playoffs the last couple years. And the Bears, disappointing loss last year against Philadelphia. But, like I said, both teams ready to roll. This game gonna be close. And I think the Bears actually get revenge this year uh, in the opener. I'm gonna take the Bears in this game 21-17 over the Packers. Now, my fantasy player to watch in this game not a player it's the Bears defense Bears going to have a top 10 defense easily this year uh, they added Ha Ha Clinton Dix they'll have Khalil Mack and Eddie Jackson world class safety who is a turnover machine so look for the Bears you know to pull this one out the Bears defense they will actually be my top fantasy pick for this game now for the Packers on the other hand I'm going to go um, Devontae Adams First thousand yard season last year, so look for Deont- Devontae Adams, you know, to be the Packers' bright spot. But that's the eight o'clock game for week one. When I come back, I'm gonna get these one o'clock games wrapped up for you, and then it's on to the four o'clock game and the Sunday night game. Man, I'm excited for week one. Y'all stay tuned, cause when I come back, give y'all more bold, bold predictions. So stay tuned. Yo, this is Will Walker from Will's Take on Sports on Spreaker.com, and you're listening to the best darn sports podcaster in the city of Atlanta, my boy Smitty Smith and Smitty Sports Machine. Take care. I holla. Let's get to these one o'clock games, man. Let's get to these one o'clock games. Chiefs Jaguars in Jacksonville. Now this game is going to be pretty intriguing because uh, you got probably one of the best offenses in the league against one of the best defenses in the league. Now the Jaguars lost a lot, you know, in the off season, but you know 
they still have a good enough team to make a playoff run or take the division title, either or. Chiefs, however, AFC Championship game last year uh, fell to the Patriots, but I could easily see them back there this year and this time taking it all the way to the Super Bowl. And to be honest, to see it early, they everybody's picked to get to the Super Bowl and to win it. Simply because of who? Patrick Mahomes. 50 touchdown passes last year. And he could do it well again this year. Still have Sammy Watkins. Still has Travis Kelsey. Added Nicole Hardiman. Miko Hardiman, I'm sorry. And Sammy Watkins. So they have a tra- certified track team. Just added Shady McCoy. And still have Damian Williams, who was an absolute beast. You know, last year after Kareem Hunt went down due to suspension. This game going to be intriguing, like I said, but I'm going to take the Chiefs in this one. I'm going to take the Chiefs in this one, 31-21. And the reason why, you know, I'm going to take the Chiefs is I think uh, Jacksonville has a solid defense, but I don't see no, no team that can, you know, really stop Patrick Mahomes. I think only Patrick Mahomes can stop Patrick Mahomes. So, I'm going to take Chiefs 31-21. Of course, my player to watch in this game is Patrick Mahomes. I give him 330 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, 330 yards, four touchdowns. For the Jaguars, I'll go Leonard Fournette. I still think they have a he has a solid season after a setback last year, but I think he got his head on straight. So, Leonard Fournette would be my player to watch for the Jaguars. Falcons at Vikings in Minnesota. This game going to be tough to call also because it's the same as the last game. Good offense against good defense. Now, Kirk Cousins in his second year of a three-year, $84 million guaranteed contract. And it worked out last year for a while. But, you know, he's got to get it on track this year. Uh, they finally cut Laquan Treadwell last week during roster cuts. Uh, for preseason, but the Vikings did add Josh Dotson a couple of days ago to take Treadwell's spot. But will that be enough for Kirk Cousins? Because uh, Dalvin Cook is a pretty good running back, but he's pretty injury prone in his young career. And I don't know how that's going to hold up down, you know, through a full season. Falcons got, you know, nicked up last year on defense, which caused them to fall to 79 last year. Had a tough season, but Matt Ryan had an MVP-type season at quarterback. If you look at his numbers uh, from the MVP season of 2016, go back to last year, nearly identical stats. The Falcons, uh, their offense, you know, like I said about the Chiefs, the Falcons offense is pretty much just as dangerous. Um, they added offensive line in the draft which strengthened their offensive line keep Matt Ryan upright to get the ball Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley who broke out last year but this game is going to be tough in Minnesota so I'm still going to take the Falcons on the road I'll take the Falcons 27-24 in Minnesota Falcons player to watch I'm going to pull a surprise right here I'm going to go Calvin Ridley for the Falcons. I think uh, he can haul in at least eight catches, 90 yards, and two touchdowns. 
And the reason why I'm taking Calvin Ridley, because uh, Xavier Rose will probably be on Julio Jones, which opens up for Calvin Ridley, which uh, was the case last year as he had a superb rookie season scoring 10 touchdowns. For the Minnesota Vikings, I'm going to go Kirk Cousins because I think he'll be their only bright spot on offense this game. I'll give Kirk Cousins 300 yards, two touchdowns. Titans and Browns in Cleveland. It's going to be a good one, too. I mean, everybody's waiting to see the Browns. So am I. Browns added Odell Beckham, Sheldon Richardson, Olivier Vernon, Kareem Hunt, and my grandmama. I'm just playing, man. But they did add a lot this offseason, and everybody's, you know, anxious to see what Freddie Kitchen can do in his first season in Cleveland. And, man, look, 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 look. I'm trying to tell you. If the Browns fall short of the playoffs, this might be the worst disaster since Titanic sunk 100 years ago. But <laughs> anything liable to happen in the NFL. Can Freddie Kitchen hold all that talent together? That's what we're just waiting to see. Uh, he got uh, Odell Beckham Jr. who's <laughs> showing himself coming over from New York in that busy market. So how will he adapt to Cleveland, you know? Knowing Cleveland, you know, does not have that same type media market. And, hey, he needs his attention. Tennessee Titans. I can't wait to see what Marcus Mariota going to do because this is a contract year for him. So he has to perform this game. And Tennessee added a lot of talent but they also lost a lot they lost a couple of players due to retirement uh free agency and roster cuts as always but they still have a solid team and i'm not going to take it away from them. it's led by uh veteran safety uh keith kevin byard i can't never pronounce his name who signed a monster deal in the offseason and i think it was well worth it Derrick Henry will also be, you know, lined up behind Marcus Mariota, and he will also be key. But let's be real. Browns at home, uh, I'm going to take them this first game, and I'll take the Browns in this game 24-14 over the Titans. And I'm going to take the Browns because uh, I'm just still not sold on Marcus Mariota after all these years. I'm more sold on Jameis Winston, but he can't keep his head on straight. But we'll get to that later. Uh, my player to watch in this game for the Browns, surprisingly, I'm going to go Nick Chubb. I think he can get 120 yards, two touchdowns in this game, and help the Browns prevail to that first victory. For the Titans, I'll go ranked game also. I'll go Derrick Henry in this game. I think he can get at least 80 yards in a touchdown. For the Titans, uh... AFC East matchup, Bills and Jets. Uh, this is game is always interesting. Uh, the Bills is one of the surprise teams, I think, that might come out of the AFC this year. And my boy Mike Real, Mike Rob, Mike Rob report, he thinks so too. He's backing that all the way up from TV all the way to his radio show. So I think he might be on to something with the Bills. The Jets have second-year quarterback Sam Donaldson. Sam Darnold, I'm sorry. And newcomer Le'Veon Bell to help him out. But where are the Jets' big problems? Still on defense. Now, they have Jamal Adams. 
uh, Leonard Williams, but they had to cut one of their top draft picks in Chapel Light, who was supposed to help that pass rush, but the kid couldn't stay out of trouble, so <laughs> we'll see how that helps and how that hurts them. Bills also cut Shady McCoy was a who was one of the bigger moves of the offseason who's now in Kansas City, as I said earlier. But I don't think uh, it hurts the Bills. I think they uh, have a lot of confidence in their new young running backs. They actually have two of them. Uh, and I think they will uh, take over where Shady McCoy left off. Which is why I'm going to take Buffalo on the road in this game. I think Buffalo's run game can out overpower the Jets defense. And Adam Gates in his first year as Jets head coach. I'm going to take the Bills 17-10 over the Jets in New York. So, my fancy player to watch for the Jets, uh, Le'Veon Bell, I think he can get at least 75 yards and a touchdown in his first game in New York. And for the Bills, I'm going to go Josh Allen. Josh Allen can get at least 250 yards, two touchdowns, and I think he at least runs for 50 yards because a lot of people don't know he has underrated legs for a quarterback. He can scramble if he needs to. Ravens at Dolphins in Miami. Now, this game is going to be interesting also. This is probably going to be defense against defense. And Ryan Tannehill is in Miami. He's starting, uh, not Ryan Tannehill, I'm sorry, Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're starting for the Dolphins in Miami. And the Dolphins, are they've told, torn that team apart, traded away everybody but the kitchen sink. And they might as well trade the owner, too, because, hey, he's going to have to sell them sooner or later. And the Ravens, they're coming, you know, off a playoff run last year. And Lamar Jackson is in his second season. And can he turn that corner to become a more efficient passer, more than the option-type quarterback that they used him for last year? That remains to be seen. Um, He got a, a couple of wide receivers, including Marquise Brown, first round pick from Oklahoma and I think uh, that dude will be special now I'm going to take the Ravens in this one because I think the Ravens run game will be too strong for the Dolphins and as I said the Dolphins are rebuilding so I look for the Dolphins to really have like a 3-13 and season coming up Lamar Jackson will be my player to watch I think he have at least 200 yard passing 80 yards rushing Three total touchdowns for the Dolphins. I think King and Drake is their player to watch. Uh, 60 yards, a touchdown, and probably in PPR leagues, I would say five catches for 40 more yards. Redskins at the Eagles, a NFC East matchup. I think uh, this game is going to be interesting. Uh, this game is key also this early in the season. The Redskins still without Alex Smith, who may come back, but I'm not sure. Case Keenum has taken over, and the Redskins, I think, will rely on their running game with Adrian Peterson, Darius Geis. And <clears throat> we will see how that plays out because uh, that backfield is pretty crowded. Like I said, they cut, jo- cut jo- Josh Doxon, that is named Ty Tonsby, I don't know why. And they picked up the corn treadwheel. And we will see how that plays out. Uh, they have um, 
coach, um, what is that guy's name? <laughs> That's how much I despise the Redskins. But <laughs> Gruden, Jay Gruden, uh, maybe in his last season, I'm thinking because uh, I don't see the Washington Redskins turning the corner. The Philadelphia Eagles get Carson Wentz back, but can't he stay healthy? They have a Super Bowl tight roster and pretty much, you know, the same talent from that Super Bowl win a couple of years ago. So all they have, all Carson Wentz has to do is stay healthy. Still has a lot of weapons, and Deshaun Jackson is back. That's key for the Eagles that they get that speed down the field, and something Carson Wentz desperately needs with that strong arm. I'm gonna take the Eagles in this one easily, and I'm gonna take the Eagles 31-17 over the Redskins, and look for Carson Wentz to have 300 yards, three touchdowns. And maybe a Russian touchdown. For the Washington Redskins, I think it's going to be, uh, to be honest, Darius Geis. I think he'll run for 80 yards and a touchdown in this game. But look for the Eagles to pull away at the end. Last 1 o'clock game, Rams and Panthers in Carolina. This should be a great game. Uh, two elite quarterbacks and two great offenses and defenses. Now, that's the trick to this game. I think this game will be more low scoring than anything, even though both these teams can put up points. And if I'm going to say, you know, which defense will prevail, I would have to say the home team, Carolina. So Carolina will be my first upset of the season in this game. Yes, Cam Newton's coming off an injury, but I think uh, he can pick it up. He has Christian McCaffrey, uh, DJ Moore, who can make plays. Uh, and, his, and his favorite target, Greg Olsen. And I think they can put up enough points to beat the Rams. Now, the Rams, you know, they have questions with Todd Gurley and that knee. But I think Robert Woods and Cooper Cup's return, Gerald Everett, that wide receiver, them being just as strong, this game will be nip and tuck all the way. But like I said, I'm going to go Carolina Panthers 20-17 to over the L.A. Rams. My player to watch for the Panthers, Christian McCaffrey. I think uh, he's a dual threat, one of the most dangerous running backs in the league. And I look for him to go at least 150 total yards, two total touchdowns. For the Rams, I'm not going to pick Targaryen for the Rams. I'm going to go Robert Woods, wide receiver. Had a breakout season last year, and I think he gets his first 100-yard game of the season against the Carolina Panthers. So I give him 110 yards and at least a touchdown. But those are my 1 o'clock games. I'll be back in the jiffy with my 4 o'clock games. And I got a surprise for a 4 o'clock game also. Stay tuned because I'll be right back. Don't y'all go nowhere. What's going on, everybody? It's Mike Patton, a.k.a. The General, SportsAwakening.com, and you're tuned in to Smitty Sports Machine and my boy, Antoine Smitty Smith. Get these four o'clock games rolling, man. Let's get them rolling. Coast of Chargers in Los Angeles. 
man, this this <laughs> how things can change, man. This game two, three weeks ago with Andrew Luck at quarterback, you could have seen this game being probably one of the best of the week one. But the Colts lose Andrew Luck to retirement. And I wouldn't say it hurts their playoff chances all the way because in the NFL, anything can happen and you have to play the games. Colts still have a very young team, very good team, even with Brissett behind, up on the center. But losing Andrew Luck takes a good little bit away. Uh, the Los Angeles Chargers are going to be without Melvin Gordon. As you know, he's still holding out. Seeking a trade from another, seeking a trade to another team, trying to find a new area code, which I think will hinder the Chargers down the stretch of this game. Uh, the, whoever runs the ball the best, I think, in this game will probably take it because, as I always say, run sets up the pass. And on top of that, you know, both these teams can put up points at any given moment. But in this game, I have to go with the veteran Phillip Rivers. I think um, even without Melvin Gordon, the Chargers can rely on his arm, and I think the Chargers pulled this one out 2017 in Los Angeles. Uh, my player to watch, fantasy player to watch for the Chargers, probably be Keenan Allen. I think he'll have a big game against that Colts secondary. Uh, that's very young and, you know, still growing. And for the Colts, uh, my fantasy player to watch for that team. Probably be Marlon Mack. Like I said, running game will be key in this game, and I think Marlon Mack will be key. For the Chargers, Keenan Allen, I'll give him 120 yards and two touchdowns. And for Marlon Mack, I'll give him at least 85 yards and one score. Bengals and Seahawks in Seattle. The Bengals may be one of the surprise teams of 2019. Uh, a lot of people are writing them off because, uh, as you know, they have a new coach in Zach Taylor. Uh, Andy Dawson probably on his last leg in Cincinnati. Uh, but they still have Joe Mixon and Giovanni Bernard in the backfield. A.J. Green is, is uh, on injury reserve and will be out probably first six to eight weeks of the season. So they were a little bit young at receiver. But, you know, you never know in the NFL, like I said, you know, things happen. But in Seattle, this will be a sleeper in the NFC that could possibly make it to the Super Bowl. Yes, that's right. I said it to the Super Bowl. They've got all the right parts on defense. A lot of added compartments on offense. And if you look at what they've done, you know, they have LJ Collier. Uh, they drafted him out of TCU. Uh, they just traded for Javion Clowney. They had one of the best linebackers in the league at, um, with uh, Wagner. And they still have KJ Wright. So the Seahawks, you know, only question will probably be in that secondary. But I think with that front seven that they have, I think it can cause enough problems, you know, to help the secondary out. Russell Wilson finally got a nice-sized target in DK Metcalf. He's out for this game and will be injured for a while, but I still think the Seahawks have a great chance of, like I said, representing the NFC in the Super Bowl. I'm going to take them in this game at home. Uh, Quest Field, 12 man, will be too tough for the Bengals. I'll take the Seahawks 27-17 over the Bengals and my player to watch for the Seahawks is none other than Russell Wilson I think Russell Wilson will probably get 250 yards in this game 
at least three touchdown passes. And I think he also runs for another 50. Giants and Cowboys, the classic, classic week one matchup in the NFC East. Cowboys got Zeke Elliott back just in time for this matchup, and it will be key, and they will need all the help they can get. Because, um, excuse me, because um, the Giants are rebuilding as we speak. Eli Manning will be starting, and man, I don't know when this guy will give it up, but he's still going strong. They lost Odell Beckham Jr., and in the end, I think um, it will hurt them in the long run. They have a lot of good young talent on the offense. Uh, I think uh, Evan Ingram, the young tight end of the Ole Miss, um, I actually think that he would be the Giants' leading receiver this year. I think he can be an all-pro tight end before his career is done. But we will see how that plays out. Saquon Barkley, probably the best young running back in the league. Now, I said Zeke is the best running back in the league, but best young running back in his second year, Saquon Barkley is going to give him a run for his money this year. Mark my words for that. And speaking of young talent, um, Dak Prescott, uh, he will be seeking a contract. Everybody else has been signed but him and Amari Cooper. So let's hope that doesn't hinder them, you know, as the season goes. But this game right here, it's going to be nip and tuck because, it's, you know, Giants and Cowboys is always a close game. I'm going to take the Cowboys in this one at home over the Giants, even though the Giants always play them well at home. And I'm going to take the Giants in this game 23-20. My fancy player to watch for the Cowboys, not going to be the Ezekiel Elliott this game. I'm going to take Amari Cooper, wide receiver. I think Cooper will be the key to this game because uh, Zeke Elliott has not played much, has not played at all during the preseason. So he will need time to warm up. So Amari Cooper will have to carry this team this first game, and I think he can do that. I'll give him at least 100 yards and a touchdown. For the Giants, it's none other than Saquon Barkley. Uh, this dual threat guy, I think uh, he will have a monster game. I can see him with 100 yards rushing and 50 yards receiving and three total touchdowns because he's that kind of workhorse back. 49 of the Buccaneers in Tampa. Uh, this game is going to be interesting because I can't wait to see what Jimmy G does after sitting out all last year with injury and had a questionable preseason, but it's just preseason. It's just a warm-up. 49ers lost Jared McKinnon for the season. Uh, still on IR with that knee injury, and it doesn't look promising going forward for that guy on his team. So, 49ers, you know, they have a lot of question marks, especially on defense also. Uh, Richard Sherman is still there, but that linebacker is not, is not hasn't been the same since Patrick Willis retired uh, a while back. So, Tampa Bay, Bruce Arians, another new coach in another new place. I actually think he will do this team some good simply because I think he will get the best out of Jameis Winston. And on top of that, I think Mike Evans will finally be one of those receivers that you put in the top five. As I always say, he's one of the best receivers never talked about. And his his catch ratings is stupid. And he can probably jump with the best of any receiver in the NFL. So, let's see 
can Tampa Bay take advantage of that? The Buccaneers lost a little bit on defense, but they also gained a little bit. They lost Jerry McCoy and gained a double consume. Uh, they gained Devin White through the draft to go along with Levante David. And they still have, you know, a solid secondary. But can they put it all together? I think Bruce Arias can. I'm going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this game. At home, 27-20 over the 49ers. My fantasy player to watch for the Buccaneers would probably be Mike Evans, like I said. Uh, I think this is his year to shine. Gets off to a good start. Uh, I give him 125 yards, two touchdowns. And for the 49ers, I'm going to go Kettle, the tight end. George Kettle, the tight end. I'll give him 85 yards in the score for the 49ers. He won his best best kept secrets in the NFL. Lions at Cardinals in Arizona. Kyler Murray debut in the regular season. This game is going to be interesting because... uh, I think Kyler uh, Murray will succeed because people don't, you know, see the talent that's around him with Larry Fitzgerald, um, David Johnson, Christian Kirk. Now that line, that offensive line is questionable, but I still think that he has enough weapons, you know, to put up a significant amount, of, a significant amount of points. So Arizona's biggest weakness to me is all the things they've lost on defense the last two seasons. Yes, they still have Chandler Jones, but they've lost a whole lot over the last five years on defense. And I still think that will happen now. However, the Lions, on the other hand, same story. They can put up points on offense, but defense is still a question mark. So, the key to this game is which quarterback can take advantage of the mistakes or blown coverages or which team can run the ball best? And I'm going to say Arizona because David Johnson, uh, 2016, one of the best seasons in team history. Uh, I think he gets back to that this season. Had an okay season last year, but I know he's capable of more. David Johnson is the key to Kyler Murray succeeding uh, while he's in Arizona. I'm going to take the Cardinals at home, uh, 24, I say 17. Now, Matthew Stafford will be my player to watch, fancy player to watch. If he can't make the throws over a young Cardinal secondary, I think uh, Chandler Jones takes this game over. For the Cardinals, my fancy player to watch, I'm going to go with the old school veteran Larry Fitzgerald. I think he takes advantage of the mismatch in the slot and goes off for at least 90 yards in the touchdown. Those are my 4 o'clock games. When I get back, we're going to hit those 8 o'clock games. I'm sorry, that's Sunday night game. Patriots and Steelers. And then we're going to take a walk on the wild side. Monday night football, double header. Texas and Saints, Broncos and Raiders. Y'all ain't going to want to miss them picks when I get back. Catch y'all in a hot second. This is former Tampa Bay Buccaneer, big game, James Canada. And when I need to get my sports fix, I tune into Smitty Sports Machine.
we back with this last segment, 8 o'clock game, Sunday night football, Monday night football. And man, week one is wrapping up pretty great. Sunday night football is going to be Steelers and Patriots. This game, man, is going to be <laughs> a knock it down drag out from beginning to end. Tom Brady is going into his 19th season. And man, I'm sorry, 20th season. Duh. But Tom Brady, for other time, hasn't caught him yet. Coming off a Super Bowl win against the LA Rams, Super Bowl 53 in Atlanta. And man, he still has a good little bit left in the tank, it seems. When will Father Time finally catch up? That we don't know. Opposing quarterback Ben Roethlisberger, he's been around a while too. Going into his 16th season. So, these veteran quarterbacks uh, face an uphill battle because uh, both lost, you know, key components to their offense. Patriots lost Ronkowski to retirement. Uh, and the Steelers uh, lost Le'Veon Bell in free agency. Traded away Antonio Brown. So, Juju Smith-Schuster is the new man in town uh, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. James Conner had a great season last year. Pro Bowl player, 900-plus yards on the ground. So, he filled in quite nicely for uh, Le'Veon Bell. The key to this game is which defense can take control. And New England is very hard to beat at home in New England, in Foxborough. So, I might... I'm neglected to take the Patriots. But the Pittsburgh Steelers defense may be the biggest question mark of all. Secondary still young. I think uh, Devin Bush is on his way to greatness. And we have to find the true leader of that defense. Before they do that, I'm going to take the Patriots, Tom Brady, on at home. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to go 31-24 uh, Patriots. Uh, my fantasy player to watch for the Pittsburgh Steelers I'm going to go James Conner because they're going to have to run the ball in order to keep Tom Brady off the field so if the Steelers are to win Conner would be the reason I think he can get at least 90 yards in the touchdown and for the Patriots uh, James White surprise surprise uh, will be my fantasy player to watch for the Patriots uh, dual threat back can run and receive at the backfield, so people are leads. Keep Jane White on your scope. Monday Night Football, Texas and Saints in New Orleans. This will be a great game also. Texas have revitalized their offense. Finally got Deshaun Watson, you know, a suitable left tackle to uh, take some pressure off him and uh, open up lanes for New little quiet running back, Carlos Hyde. They lost Lamar Miller to a season in the tour ACL. So that would be a big blow for the Texans. Uh, they also acquired Kenny Steele from the Miami Dolphins to go along with all-world receiver DeAndre Hopkins. So De- Deshaun Watson will still have the weapons that he needs, you know, to make them a viable threat in the AFC to take them to the Super Bowl. And I can actually see them also making a run for the big game in Miami. New Orleans Saints, Ava Kamara, all all pro running back, uh, dual threat, key to the New Orleans offense. Mike Thomas, newly paid $100 million receiver. And I don't think they miss a beat. Drew Brees, yes, he's 40 years old now. But 
Tom Brady, I just spoke on it. He's 42 years old. So, age ain't nothing but a number when it comes to playing the quarterback position. This game will probably come down to what defense can make the most plays. And I'm going to take the Texans in the upset on the road. I'll take the Texans 31-28 on the road over the Saints. Uh, Deshaun Watson will be my player to watch, uh, fantasy player to watch for the Texans. I think he can pick, put up 330 yards, three touchdowns. And his counterpart, Drew Brees, is going to be my fantasy player to watch for the Saints. I think he can put up 400 yards, three touchdowns. Both of these teams are shaky in the secondary. And uh, it's going to be a shootout, I think. The other Monday night game, Broncos and Raiders, the AFC West matchup. The Broncos acquired Joe Flacco in the offseason to take over the helmet quarterback after Case Keenum played there last year. He's now in Washington. And Case, I'm sorry, Joe Flacco will be probably the player to watch and be a key factor and see how far the Broncos go. The Broncos still have that stout defense uh, with Vaughn Miller and Bradley Chubb. That duo, man, that will be one to watch all season for the Broncos so the Raiders John Gruden in his second season Derek Carr got some help in the offseason uh, they took Josh Jacobs in the first round uh, if you remember they lost Amari Cooper last year and they picked up Antonio Brown this year so we'll see how that combo works out and they revamped the offensive line to try to help you know keep the pressure off Carr give them time to throw to get to those weapons so this game to me will come down to can Derek Carr make enough plays with what he has now we know Joe Flacco was a playoff winning quarterback but in the regular season the last three to four seasons he hasn't looked you know quite spectacular as we thought he could look so I think this is the Raiders game to lose and I'm going to pick the Raiders at home 23-17 over the Broncos. My fantasy player to watch, like I said, Derek Carr. Can he make enough plays? Y'all hear that emergency sign? Can he make enough plays to take the race to victory? My fantasy player, to, I'm sorry, Derek Carr. I'm going to give Derek Carr 275 and two touchdowns. Uh, my fantasy player to watch for the Broncos is uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Can he make enough plays against that young Oakland secondary uh, to give Flacco and the Broncos a chance to take that game, take that game and take a one-game lead in the AFC West? But those are my picks and fantasy players to watch for Week One. I hope you enjoyed this show, and like I said, you can always catch me on social media on Twitter at FatBoySlam underscore twenty one. Uh, catch me on WordPress.com. That's my blog. Uh, at FatBoySlam21 and Smitty Sports Machine on WordPress.com Instagram I'm on Instagram at Antoine A-N the number 2 W-O-N and as I always say catch me on YouTube at uh, Smitty Sports Machine I have videos with hot topics I do a lot of you know home team videos but I also do a lot of breaking news you know so let's get on there let's discuss those topics and let's have some fun. That's my time for this show. This your boy Antoine Smith-Smith signing off. I will catch you on the flip side, my good people. Peace.